Hello, welcome to Queer Christian Conversations with me, your host, Coach Yema. Hello, my podcast listeners. I know it's been a while. Everyone's asking me, where have you been? Um, there is an episode that I haven't uploaded that's going to be coming up soon. Hello, Ms. Erica, how are you? So today, we're going to be talking to all those beautiful people who feel called to queer Christian ministry. So I did a poll on Instagram and 90% of you said that yes, you feel called. So we're gonna talk about it, okay? I wanna give you some tips. Uh, but before we get into it, I'm gonna give people a good chance to join. Hello, Gemini. Hello, Big Matthew. How are you? Yay, Erica's so excited for this. Your music has been amazing, my darling. If you have not, heard Erica's music, please go to Erica Mason Music and uh, to her Instagram page. Um, that coming out song was lit. Hello, Lola, how are you? Okay, it was lit, 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 tea. So let's do a quick check in. Um, yes, guys, I am still in Mexico, okay? Uh, so let's pray for our internet. And you see my baby Molly, um, walking around here she's here uh hanging out with all this uh fireworks do you guys know that randomly kids just walk around the neighborhood hello mr coon they just walk around the neighborhood and just pop off um fireworks and the other day molly and i were out for a walk and um they did it and molly because i walk her without a leash around here because they're stray dogs and if molly got to pop off and do what she got to do my baby got to do what she got to do so she just ran off and like darted around the corner and I was sitting there like, okay, Lord, she knows she's going to have to come back. Let me stay calm. Um, and she found her way back. I was calling her and she found her way back and she said, I'm not peeing. I'm not pooping. We're going back up to the condo right now. Okay. And she found, <laughs> she walked us right back home and we were fine. Uh, and we are doing well. Hello. Hello, everybody. How are you doing? Where are you tuning in from? I am here in Mexico. Where are you? I know we're international. Um, and as you all put that in the comments, I'm going to go ahead and pull up my notes here, right here in front of me, so we can talk about it, okay? Take your time. Let me know where you're tuning in from as I pull this up. Also, today is 1111. Uh, if you've been following me for a while, you know I'm really into numbers. And the number 11 is the number of transition and new beginnings. So if you are into numbers, today is a very powerful day for manifestation. I believe in manifestation. If you're a Christian and you're like, um, we're all Christians, but if you're like, I'm a Christian and I don't really think God's into manifestations and all of that, let me give you, oh, hey, New Mexico, let me give you a scripture that talks about that with the scripting and all of that. Hello, Kiki VIPs in the house. Hello, San Francisco, Esther. Hello, um, Habakkuk 2.3, write the vision, make it plain so he who sees it can run with it. That's all that is, okay? So you're writing what you want. I sat down today while it was raining. I love storms. It's raining here in Mexico. And I wrote down what my desires were and then I moved into gratitude with God thanking God for all of the amazing things that I'm, I'm, you know, wanting in my life. And then I went into worship and I did cry. I was singing the song. Let me bring you guys into my time with God. I was singing the song, uh, How Great Thou Art. And it was just, it brought me to tears to just consider um, the, first, the first stanza of that, that hymn, Oh Lord, my God. Uh, when I in awesome wonder consider all the worlds that hands have made. And I was sitting here watching the storm roll in. Um, and it talks about uh, when you can hear the thunder and see the power of God throughout. And I was just overwhelmed. And I just began to weep. Like, God is just so amazing. And so um, that was my time today before jumping on here. I had a little quick uh, lunch. Let me bring this phone in a little closer to me so I can see you all uh, and that was my time so hello Manchester UK Jesse says worship gets me to tears every time does it not I mean it is just beautiful and my favorite form of worship is me singing to God myself in my um 
ungifted way that I can sing to God. I am not a singer. That is not my ministry. Okay, if you saw the poll, I asked, oh, look, and it's 11 people on here. Come on with the manifestations. Yes. Oh, I just love it. Oh, another thing I'll share with you guys really quickly. I had, I also am very much into dreams. So last night I had a dream where um, someone handed me a $5.55 bill, but they handed me two of it. And if you add those numbers up, it's 11 10, which I have been seeing it for a really long time too. Hello, North Kakalaki. Okay, Banner of North Carolina. Hello, Jesse. All right, so I know you guys are like, uh, Coach, you are doing a lot. I am so excited about this season. I really am into numbers. Um, let me pull up our notes here so we can get into it. So does that resonate with you all? Are you like, what is she talking about? <laughs> That is my thing, guys. I just love it. Let me pull this up really quickly. <clears throat> and today, if you're joining, we are talking about if you feel called to serve the queer Christian community. And we're going to get some details on how to do that. Uh, where is that conversation? Where did I put that? Okay, so I want you to put a either a fire emoji or like a cross emoji if you feel called to um, Christian ministry. Let's see here. I'm Trinidadian, so I feel yes, Kiki. Okay, I'm you know, you guys know I'm African and so I'm all into the supernatural. Okay. All right, let me find it. Where did I put that? I'm not seeing it, so I'm going to have to go off the top of my dome because I'm not finding where I put my note. Google is not updating my note for me. I'm going to have to go off the top of my dome with this. Let me see. I don't think that's it. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome in, welcome in. I'm just taking a quick moment to check for my notes here, and I'm not finding it. So I'm going to have to wing. I'm not winging it. I took notes. So um, I'll keep looking. If I'm looking down, it does not mean I'm not paying attention. I promise. I'm trying to find my notes here. So the first thing, fire emoji, fire emoji. We have been called to ministry, to minister to queer believers. So you can be called, uh, for me specifically, I'm called to those who are um, experiencing same gender attraction specifically. I do serve, I have had trans um, clients that I've worked with, but it's been about their their relationship um, with their orientation as far as being attracted, sexual orientation. So as far as gender orientation, if you start to think about who have I been called to, you could just generally say I've been called to queer believers or you could also be specifically called to trans um, individuals. I've spoke to a couple of people last week that feel called to trans individuals. So as you begin to think about that, and I hope you guys, when we're talking, this these are coaching conversations. Please have your pen and your paper out. This is very valuable information I'm about to drop on you, okay? It's going to come off the top of my dome, but I'm not winging it. I took some time and wrote out um, some, some notes for you. And if I cannot find it on the live today, please trust and believe I will be posting it on my IG page. Podcast listeners, please go to the um, to the IG Coach Yema so you can see the notes I'm going to have for you if I cannot find them here. So the first thing is, do you know who you're called to specifically? Is it just generally queer believers? Or are you called to a specific sub-community in the queer, uh, in the, on the queer spectrum, the LGBTQIA people? Like where specifically do you feel uh, most the, the most need for justice and also the most need um, of where you're like really angry about the injustice done against a specific group of people. Usually what we're called to is usually what makes us really angry. <laughs> okay. So for me being called to queer believer believers, the injustice of the church 
saying that queer people are somehow on the outside of a relationship with God really pisses me off, okay? And this was really before even I affirmed myself fully as a queer believer, even as a non-affirming uh, Christian person who had identified that she was bisexual and felt that God wanted me to sacrifice that part of myself and say no and deny that part of myself to serve God, there was always this desire within me to right the wrongs that society was um, um, committing against the queer community, specifically the queer believers. When I first started walking into this, it was 2010, and it was still illegal for same gender people to enter, enter into marriage. And so I formed and became who I am and what I do in that environment, in that political climate where it was illegal and I felt very strongly about it to the point where uh, before I stepped into this work, I was going to go be a clinical sexologist and I was in Philly working at a, at a company, a research company, because I was gonna step into a PhD slash master's program to become a clinical sexologist so that I could change the laws in America. So it's always been in me, but it has fully manifested in us in this conversation right now. So there's always like a, a, a beginning part of it. And if you're not fully in it, fully manifested yet, that's okay. I'm gonna help you do that today. But if you can check in your life right now, just take a moment and think, what has it been that's really pissed you off what has it been that's really hurt you when you see it? There are some people, uh, we all care about the homeless, for example, right? We all care about people living on the streets, but there are certain people who are called to help that community that they don't just watch the, watch the commercial or watch the news and then they get over it. There are people who they carry that with them and they don't just go donate money. They want to give their life to it. So what is it, okay, that you're willing to give your life for? Because first, you decide the who. Who am I called to? And then it's like, what is the problem that they are experiencing that I have a solution for, that I want to help them solve, okay? So it's the who. Who am I called to? What is it? What is the problem I am called to serve? And that does not only look like being a pastor or being a preacher or being a teacher like me okay my gifting is in the spoken word but specifically in the taught spoken word through this conversation through dialogue through coaching uh the words that i speak i have a gift uh that the words that i speak are transformational that could happen if you're called to write books you could write devotionals. Erica, if you are called to music ministry, that could happen through music. You just heard my story just now of how uh, that worship time really helped me get connected to God, to source, to creator, to the point where I had a physical, emotional response. That was transformational for me. So transformation can happen in so many different ways, but it's the who is the what and what I just talked about, it's the how. How am I called to serve the community? And if you saw the post, I had the different uh, different colored heart emojis of some possible ways. You could be called to be an entrepreneur that creates a business. Um, Adam has a app called the Believer app. It's a dating app, but it's also a connection app. So that's through technology, right? So there's so many hows of how you can serve the community that you feel serve, you feel called to. And the way that you figure out the how is think about what you're gifted at. What is your gifting? Are you good at singing? I am not. Uh, if I was out here trying to make a, a music career out of singing to serve the community, it would be a huge disservice, okay? I would be hurting the community that I feel called to if I was really out here trying to sing. Lord God, like why, okay? You'd be like, Yema, I need you to have several seats and go visit the Lord again and ask him what you were called to, okay? It'll be like uh, the, um, the what is it? When people go on, uh, what is the show called? American Idol and those outtakes of the people who didn't make it. <laughs> that would be me, okay? Trying to be out here singing. 
Um, let's see. Jessica says, I get upset when the L when my LGBTQ brothers and sisters get hurt by society. So I'm going to become a counselor to work with those individuals. Awesome. Amazing. Uh, Jessica feels called through God. So how? What am I gifted at? And then what do I have formal training in? And it doesn't have to specifically be because there's no like um, you can't train for everything that you've been called to because the scripture talks about God says that I'm going to do a new thing with you. Eyes have not seen and ears have not heard. So part of the work that you're called to do is going to look very much unique to you. But there are some skills that you have been trained in that are transfer transferable. Okay. For example, for me, my bachelor's degree is in biology. I was getting ready to go be a doctor. Okay. Got to senior year. It's like a sexology, human sexuality course and felt very much resonant and turned on by this topic, this idea. And so senior year, I was like, okay, I got to change this and now go do clinical psychology. And it made sense for me because one of um, the most highest scores that I scored in college was in psychology and neuroscience. I literally, like in neuroscience, I think I got a 98 and then psychology, I got a hundred. So part of my natural gifting, what I was called to, it came easy for me. And also those skills, the way that I understand how the brain works, I understand how your mind works as the brain is different from your mind. I understand how those things work. And so when I speak and when I coach and teach that those skills are part of the work that I do, right? Also for me with coaching, before I stepped fully into doing this, I was the head of a human of the human resource department in a ministry. And so in that work, I learned and had to coach not only the executive members of that organization, but my own team. And I had about between, there was a flux between eight to 12 people that worked for me. And I had to coach them through achieving the goals that they had for me and the company and that department. And also the work that I did, I would work with them personally because I wanted them to understand that their skills that they were using in the work that they were doing was also connected to what God had called them to. I've always been about this life, okay? <clears throat> so Jessica says, gifted in science of psych um, psychology, same coach. Yes, Jesse, okay? I keep saying Jessica because I see Jesse Cave and I'm like, my brain is saying Jessica. But Jesse, amazing. So I want to ask you all right now, because this is a coaching time, take a moment and I want you to put it in the comments of what you feel your skills are that you can put into what God has called you to. So is it coaching? Is it teaching? Or think about the experiences that you've had. So even more for me, when I was back in Philly, I volunteered at the LGBTQ center there in my early 20s, and I was a peer counselor. I would go after work, uh, and I trained and did all of that, and I would sit in a room and there would be people that would come in and have free counseling sessions and we were there to help them through it. I remember one of uh, the last clients that I had, um, they were bisexual and they were having a really hard time communicating that to their family and so we walked through that process. It was absolutely amazing. And for me, and the same thing for you, I can see from the very beginning, God developing my skills and the work that I do and my passion for the thing that I'm doing right now, okay? So what are you gifted at? What skills do you have? What are you passionate about, okay? Jappy says, my skills are drawing abstract art, okay? Amazing, beautiful. You have an example right now of, uh, if you don't know, the naked pastor. It's not abstract, but um, he does cartoons that are political, religious in nature that has a message that starts and sparks a conversation. So he's using his gift to do this work, right? To talk to this community, talk to this society about what's important to him. So take a moment, really think about it. If you don't want to put it in the comments, go ahead and put it in your notes that you have in front of you because the act of you, especially on this 11-11 manifestation day, the act of following what Habakkuk 2-3 talks about, about putting it on paper is a part of your manifestation because now that it's out there, that spoke, that written word 
is going to hold you accountable to do the thing that you're telling me and telling us right now that you're called to. Okay, so take a moment. Um, Jappy says, "What his? What's his at? It's I think it's the Naked Pastor." Uh, is the app for that individual. So take your time right now, put it in the comments of what you feel called to, okay? I'm gonna try to find this thing again, as you will, because I, I want you to take some time to really tap into that, to really think through it. So for me, mine was teaching, coaching, counseling. I love the moment when I'm speaking to someone, having a conversation, and they have the aha moment of like, oh crap, right? Like that truth light bulb moment goes off. That's the transformation. It may take months or years to get to that point. But if you have a guide that comes alongside of you and can speak a truth that it sparks that thing, that epiphany, right? That goes off for you. That's the, that's, that's my life. I absolutely love that. And also... I love when I'm speaking to people and they feel seen and they feel heard because my story is their story and I've some I've made it on the, on the other side and I have steps on how to help them get there. Okay? So literally that's my thing, all right? Uh Jesse says isn't that such a special moment? It absolutely. Oh, I just absolutely love it. I don't know why I can't find this guys. I'm going to have to so interesting. I know Holy Spirit was like, well, girl, good thing we sat down and talked about it. Oh, is my computer not connected to the internet? Is this what's happening? That could be it. So strange. Okay. So the who, the how, okay. We talked about the who, the what, and the how. All right. So now as you have put all of that together, then the next step is, well, when do I start doing it? The answer is right now. <laughs> How do I start or when do I start? Right now. In whatever capacity, right, that you have access to, whatever uh, sphere of influence that you feel comfortable sharing with, um, serving, start there. For me, I started in my coaching, not specifically with, the queer, with queer Christians. I mean, I did it informally because at the time... I was not affirming, but I did work at this uh, restaurant and there were people who were coming into their own. I always have this, uh, this is a cute, it's not a cute, funny story, but as I look back at my life right now, it wasn't, I don't want to say it was gaydar, but there are several people that I was the person that let them know, affirmed them that they indeed were lesbian or gay and i see them like living their full life now and again that was those are supernatural confirmations for me that this really is what i was literally born to do okay uh another thing that really helped me step into what i'm doing right now is my supernatural or my supernatural encounters that i've had with god okay so the one of the first encounters that I I've I've had with God about the work specifically that I do now is me uh it was a facilitated encounter. So in a supernatural facilitated counseling session with one of my uh coaches, uh I think it was maybe it was 2016, so five five or six years ago, is God showed me how I was prepped for earth and the gift like it, I saw in this image in this experience I was having with God there was a silver box that was very glittery and it had a nice little bow on it and like God handed me the the box and like beamed me down to earth and when I got down the earth and the box like opened up and was all this light coming out of it and in the box was sexuality and so that was a confirmation for me about specifically working with sexuality. Other things that have happened to me to know that I am a teacher and I'm a speaker. My both of my grandmothers, maternal and paternal grandmothers were teachers. They're now late, they're gone, they've transitioned. And in one of I had a dream with my paternal grandmother who was a prolific teacher. 
her story is she was saved by a missionary in Liberia. And at the time she was running a bar. <laughs> Makes sense. Okay. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> she was running a bar and she got radically saved and she turned her bar into her church. And so her, the tagline that is part of her story is that she turned stews, stews, stews into stools into pews okay stools into pews and she turned into a church and in the village that she was living she taught and raised adopted not like she didn't have all these kids but 400 uh children of her village she taught them and raised them and in a dream i she came to me in the dream and she had i wish i had a lipstick in front of me and she had this lipstick with her and on the lipstick the color there was an image of the of a of the world of the globe on the lipstick and she put that on my lips and um the the world was now on my lips right and so for me i'm like feeling like the the goosebumps right now oh i just love it thank you holy spirit and so for me what the interpretation of that dream was for me was that i was called to speak to the world right to teach to teach the world another way to confirm okay what you've been called to because we're now we're in confirmation because we did the win is now <laughs> but to make sure like the confirmation another thing that from scripture that you can follow because we all know scriptures it's all about dreams right how did joseph know that mary wasn't cheating and you know slipping a slide with the milkman and got pregnant and was like yeah trying to pull one over on him and said yeah no it wasn't joe it wasn't the other joe down the street it was god god got me pregnant mm -mm. god came to joseph in a dream and let him know like yeah bruh that was me my bad <laughs> so dreams are very important we know about uh who was it with the coat of many colors why can i remember his name is it jacob was it jacob joseph it was joseph joseph um, had the dream that he was going to lead his brothers and his people out of cap captivity, right? He had he had the blessing. So God will speak to you through dreams. Another thing is that you can literally go through scripture and ask God for your life scripture. And we see this modeled with Jesus, okay? So Jesus, one of the first time, thanks Jaffe, it was Joseph. I don't know why I was thinking Jacob. Um, one of the first experiences uh when jesus is stepping into ministry is that he goes into the synagogue and he opens up isaiah 60 right and he reads his life scripture and he says to them today this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing so there is a life scripture that you have that god has for you in the book all right and if you are not yet at a place where you can comfortably approach the Bible without being triggered, there maybe is a quote that you've seen um, that's been posted on social media that really resonates with you. There is a word that God has over your life, okay? So seek and ask God for that. So that's homework for you. If you don't have that scripture, if you don't have that word that's over your life, ask the Spirit and you will receive it, okay? For me, mine is, let me pull it up here, because for some reason I like get dyslexic when I'm like remembering it. I sometimes think it's Luke 3, 5, but it's Luke 5, 3, and I wanna read it to you. So Luke 5, 3 says this. This is my life scripture I'm sharing with you all. He got into one of the boats, the one belonging to Simon, and asked him to put out a little from the shore then he sat down and taught the people from the boat. In the scripture that God showed this to me, it was the New King James Version of the Bible. And it says, and he sat down and taught the people. Okay. When I read that scripture, when God showed me that I had to put the Bible down, it was so heavy on me. And so when I say heavy on me, that may sound like woo-woo, weird Christian stuff. But I, I'm supernatural. The work that I do is to help you have supernatural experiences with God. That's what we do, okay, over here. Uh, you know that I'll, I'll tell you all all the time that we can hear people tell us, yes, God affirms you. God is okay with who you are. But until, Toya, hello, Miss VIP. But until 
you have a supernatural encounter with God, you are not going to believe them. You will be wishy-washy in your understanding and not that's not in like a bad way, but you will be unstable, okay, James 1. You will be unstable because you have not had that foundation of faith that comes from encountering God for yourself, right? My story and how I came to even affirm myself, well, it was a supernatural encounter with God that God called me out and said, when are you finally going to accept yourself? So basically we come do this work. <laughs> like you've been running for 10 years, sis. Come on now. Okay. So God called me out. It was a supernatural encounter with God. So the work that I do is to lead you all. My job here is to convince you that a supernatural encounter is what's going to heal and take away all of your doubt and give you 100% certainty that you are completely loved by God. Homosexuality is not a sin. It happens through supernatural encounters. And the scripture that I love that I rest on is faith comes by hearing and hearing by the voice of God. So if I'm not hearing the voice of God, I'm not really gonna have no faith. How did Abraham know to step out and leave his family? He heard the voice of God. How did Moses know to go ahead and leave his, you know, his wife situation that he had in the desert? He was doing good, okay, to go back against the most powerful empire at that time to tell him to let my people go. He had a supernatural encounter. God is all about supernatural encounters. So if you're thinking like, man, I, I really want to step out because this could be a hindrance for you. I really want to step out and do what God's called me to, but I still have a little bit of doubt. I, I'm still not sure that I can teach people something that I'm not even all the time 100% convicted of or convinced about. The work that I do, I'm talking to you all right now, I am 120,000% sure, okay, homosexuality is not a sin. And I don't go to bed doubting that. I don't go, I don't like talk to people or listen to a preaching where they're not affirming and, and I go back into, it doesn't happen. I don't go back into doubt. There's no sticky doubt on me anymore, okay? And if you do have that and you do want to have that certainty, the free workshop that I've been doing is all of that work and we're going to be doing it live again next Wednesday. That's going to be 11-17, so November 17th at 3 p.m. Eastern time, okay? That is the new date, wink, 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 if you've missed it. Uh, so we're gonna have more people in the classroom. We had a little snafu last week, okay? Was it this week? That was two days ago. It feels like so long ago with my time, because in Mexico, they don't observe daylight savings time, so they were central town time, now we're Eastern time. So there was a little bit of a snafu. So all of the people, that were supposed to be part of that last class, you are welcomed into this class, okay? You're already on the list. And then we're gonna open it up for more people. But that is the work that I do. That's what we talk about on the live workshops. I give you tips on how to get to that place of a supernatural encounter. So again, back to my life scripture. It was a supernatural encounter that I had with the scripture. If you've been in church for a while, you know people talk about like God breathed on the scripture. That's what it felt like. Like my whole body was like, tingling like I had little um little like tiki dancers or whatever it is <laughs> like dancing in my bloodstream it was like oh my gosh like this is it this is this is everything right and when I got here to Colorado God I was like all right I'm not Colorado to Mexico I was like okay God um what are we doing what's happening in the scripture God gave me another scripture that says you're over here again it's time to it's time to start teaching again okay and I did share that scripture with you all. So confirmation, dreams, scripture or word over your life, ask God for that, all right? And also when it comes to rolling this thing out, another thing to ask God for is the big picture, all right? What does this look like? Help me understand, I mean, what's the impact? What are we doing? All right. And God is going to show that to you. And then once you get the big picture, God will reverse engineer because God's not going to give you all of the steps. Honestly, if God had showed me everything that I had to do to do what I'm doing right now, I wouldn't have done it. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. 
if God was like, okay, you're going to do this, there's going to be this resistance. There's going to be these people saying this about you. There's going to be uh, this judgment. There's going to be all of these things. I may have said, I'm good on that. I mean, I did 10 years ago, <laughs> a little bit more than 10 years now. I was like, no, I'm good. Um, but if God has shown me all of it, more than likely, I would have stayed in Philly and minded my business and gone ahead and done the traditional route of becoming a clinical sexologist and doing all of that work. I mean, it looks good. I'm a PhD, I'm a doctor. Like I wouldn't have been at a loss, right? But the thing that I was created for is this. And when I wake up in the morning, yeah, there are days when I'm tired and over and sick of it. You guys seen that I'm not showing up on Instagram as much as I used to because I'm tired, okay? And I am not so sure how I feel about how social media is influencing the way that we experience the world around us. So there's been a little bit of a, a tight tension between me and social media. But in this moment where I'm teaching and sharing right now, I feel so alive and so amazing because I know and I fully believe that if you're here listening and God has brought me into your sphere, into your experience, it is because, especially on this live today, and if you're listening on the podcast, it's time. It is time for you to step out and do what you're called to do. And if you're feeling overwhelmed of like, well, I don't know where to start, ask God, right? My thing with God has always been, if you could give Noah down to the nail of how to build a boat that they have never seen before, surely, surely you can tell me what I'm supposed to be doing today to fulfill this call, right? Surely. And so I trust God for that. When I sit down, even today, this conversation that we're having, I didn't know what to talk about. We've done over 60 lives, right? You kind of tend to run out of topics. Like, what else are we going to talk about? I don't want to talk about the same thing again. We may, but I didn't want to. And so I asked God, like, what are we talking about today, right? And God said, well, you asked people <laughs> if they were called to serve, can you help them with it? <laughs> Yes, that is how God speaks to me. We have a very um, fun, loving relationship, okay? So don't judge it, all right? Me and God are tight. We got to do what we got to do, okay? Holy Spirit is literally my best friend. And so <clears throat> ask for the steps. Write it down. Trust what you're hearing. Move powerfully in the direction of that thing. And there could be ways that God could show you what the steps are. There could be a person that um, is doing something similar to what you're doing. It won't be exact, but it may be similar where you can learn. So because success leaves, leaves um, tips or what is it? Clues. Success leaves clues, right? So there may be somebody serving in the way that you've been called to serve, right? If you can have access to that person by asking them, right? drop stop in their dm or maybe if they have things out there their story their autobiography go and read it it's not going to be exact again because eyes have not seen and ears have not heard what god has specifically called you to do when i was doing this work when I was just starting out there was nobody that i could look to to be like oh that's how you coach queer people i didn't i looked for it i really did and i couldn't find it in the way many of the things that i found where white men coaching other gay white men, right, on either relationships, some of them was Christian specific, but not coaching the way that I'm doing right now. So I took clues from that. I learned from that, right? Also, I'm an entrepreneur. So this is my business. This is what I do. This is how I, I, I don't, I want to say make a living. This is my living, right? And so I have to go learn from other people who are doing online businesses. How does this work, right? So I went and did the work and I was willing to invest time and money into the steps that God was showing me, okay? So showing up here, hello, Rainbow um road forever so showing up here and doing the work that i'm doing it didn't just happen overnight i put work into this i have been going live 
Um, I would go live on Facebook. I had a show called Good Sex. And then I would go live on Periscope. Okay, I've done a couple of YouTube videos. I've been like practicing doing this work for a long time. All right. And I'm very, because it is part of my gifting, I'm very comfortable speaking in front of people. But when I first started, I would get really nervous. I would be like, oh my gosh, what am I going to say? Or if there was nobody watching, I would like say what I had to say and get off of there in like 10 minutes. <laughs> so it took time. So you have to have patience. So God's going to give you the big picture and then reverse engineer it and show you people that you could model. Even in the scripture, there's there are going to be people in the scripture that you can model on how they step to people, right? Now, I know we're not all great fans of Paul, but Paul has been hugely inspirational for me because when I read the scriptures of Paul and the work that Paul did versus what was in the Old Testament, I can see in the work that I do now how Paul was very similar to saying, yes, you've heard this all along, but there is a higher perspective that you've missed. Like you're stuck here in the 3D trying to reach God. This ain't it, right? And you're stuck thinking that God is only for the Jewish people, evangelicals, okay? God is only for <laughs> cis, straight people. And I'm here to tell you that God is for all of us, right? That God is for you as a queer person, right? With all the types of gender identities and sexual identities, God is for everybody. And it sounds radical. And with what Paul was doing, sounded extremely radical. Because either he was her, like heretical or it really was God speaking to him. And he fully trusted it. He wasn't, there's a scripture I think is in 1 Corinthians where Paul says, I don't know of anything I've ever done wrong. <laughs> he said, I don't know of anything against myself. And you may be thinking so, but whatever you think has nothing to do with how I see how I'm living my life, okay? You can't judge me, and I sure enough, I'm not judging myself, right? So for me, even though I may not fully understand everything Paul was communicating, the way in which he had to communicate what he felt like he heard from God resonates with me a lot because he had to be bold and he had to trust his supernatural encounters because there was no way Paul being who he was, the Pharisees of the Pharisees, of Benjamite and all the different things, having all of that earthly, right? What he said, whatever was considered to me gain, I counted loss for the excellence of the knowledge of Christ, right? To take hold of that for which Christ has taken hold of me. That is real stuff, right? I am who I am by the grace of God. That is some real shit, right? So Paul had to trust the supernatural encounters that he had so that he could have the boldness to speak what God had called him to speak likewise me. So there are people, you could, you could use Paul because I'm sure we all got to do some radical things. There are people in scripture that could resonate with you a lot and you could use that as an inspiration on how to step out into what God has called you to. So we've been talking about confirmation, right? Is that making, is that making sense to y'all? Let me know. Let me know if it's making sense. Um, so the scripture God gave me was Luke 5, 3 of how Jesus sat in the boat. Hello, Fabiola. How Jesus sat in the boat and taught from the multitudes. For me, that meant I need to get back by the ocean. I'm very sure that I need to be living in a tropical climate, okay? Very clear. And when I got here, okay, back to the story. <laughs> when I got here and I said, God, what are we doing? What's up? <laughs> we still doing what we doing? And I opened up my Bible and God told me to go to Mark 4, all right? And I, as soon as I opened the scripture, this is what it says. It says, and again, he began to teach by the sea. I mean, speechless. I shared that with you guys. What day was this? It doesn't, it's October 7th. I got here November 30th. No, October, mm, September 30th. Child. Okay, September 30th. And was asking God, what are we doing? I'm here. I'm by the sea. <laughs> Can I chill out for a little bit? 
And God said, uh, sis, no, negativo. Uh, we're, we're, again, she began to teach by the sea. All right. So God will confirm because along the way, as you're walking this thing out, you're going to want to quit. You're going to want to stop. It's going to feel overwhelming. You're going to feel like you missed it. And I'm here to tell you that along the way, pay attention and be curious that God is going to confirm it to you over and over and over. And there is not a wrong path. There is not a wrong way. You have the DNA on the inside of you to do what God has called you to do. The beautiful thing that I love about butterflies, right? We all know that's the international symbol of transformation. But as a biology major, this turns me on. The DNA of a butterfly is in the caterpillar. So when it goes into the, the larva and is in the cocoon, every, as it's like dissolving itself, the imprint of a butterfly, it's in the DNA, right? Like either way, like that, that caterpillar is not gonna come out a frog, okay? The DNA of what it was supposed to be, what it's called to be is already in it. So likewise for you, what you have been called to do, you have been created to do from the beginning. It is already in you. We're not looking out here to find to find it. Hello, Sophie. We're not looking out here to find it, right? It's in you. So the role, your job, okay, is to take the time to discover it. You're like uncovering yourself because the work of you stepping out into doing the thing that you've been called to is a you is a process of becoming who you were always meant to be. Okay, it's a, it's a, I am becoming. I had that on my Facebook for a really long time. I am in the process of becoming. When I got here to Mexico, I changed it to I am. Okay, it took, let's see, about, I'm 36. It took about 14 to 15 years to get here to the place where I feel like I am. All right, nobody can sway me. Now it may manifest in different ways, right? We're doing the coaching, we're doing the live workshops. It could be uh, books and devotionals. It could be that it'll never be music unless it's a spoken word, okay? <laughs> Over a track, <laughs> but I'm not singing nothing, okay? So it could be art. I sketch, but that is not my calling, okay? It could be travel. I could take people on tours and have um, different uh, what is it called? Retreats where I have meetings where we all come together and in those spaces I teach and help you transform through the spoken word. It can manifest in different ways, but I'm clear about my gifting. I'm clear about who I'm called to. Okay. And I'm clear about the, the result on the other end. Cause my goal and what I do here is to help you get over the fact that you can be queer and Christian, heal that. Okay, it sounds very trite when I'm saying it, but it obviously it's not because it's my life purpose. But to help you heal from the fear of hell, like the doubt, because maybe in your mind you're like, oh no, I'm good. But that doubt that goes to bed with you and wakes up in the morning with you, that's in your relationships, that's going to church, causing panic attacks and maybe anxiety, we don't want any of that, right? So I'm here to help you heal that so you can step into what we're talking about today. Hello, Sherry Coco, okay? So that you can do that work because we need you. We need you. We need you so bad, okay? Especially um, for people who are called to the trans community, please, uh, okay? Get on that live workshop so we can get this work done, so we can get you out there serving our community. We need you so much, all right? So now, questions. We've gone for about 50 minutes. Um, we're going to do five minutes of questions and then we're going to shut her down. If you have questions, put it in the comments or put it in the question icon. I'm not sure exactly where it is on your screen. Okay. Questions. Whew. I mean, of not having my notes, I think this is pretty good. Okay. It reinvigorated me. All right. I Again, just yesterday, I was asking, <laughs> I was asking God, like, I've, I've tried to do everything but this. Um, I've tried to do everything but this. I'm not even going to lie to you. 
okay it took it took some convincing from god although it is my gifting although i feel called to it it was very much having experiences with god that said okay let's 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 do it okay let's you can do it i got you you can trust me <laughs> when is the workshop and what is it about so the workshop we're going to be doing is next wednesday and it's going to be about helping you understand and experience supernatural encounters with God to get you to that place of 100% certainty that homosexuality is not a sin, okay? And there's three secrets I have to get you there that I share with you on uh, during that workshop. It's very powerful, uh, if I do say so myself. But most of the work that I do is downloaded from God. And so I experienced it first. I'm like, man, this is amazing. And then I come and share with you all. But with the workshop, it's really me showing you all how I got where I am because people ask me well how are you so sure right like how did you get to this place like I I know how to mentally ascend to it like logically I guess it makes sense like God if God loves everybody God has to love me and most of the people that get the most out of the work that I do you've already done the google search like you've done it you've probably read Matthew Vines like you've done all of that stuff and you have all of this information, but it hasn't dropped down to where it is 100% for you, okay? So that's what we do. We get you to the 100%. So that's what happens on the, li the live workshops, okay? A Curly Conscious King says that was excellent and powerful. Thank you, thank you for showing up for yourself, okay? I am a manifestation of you because we are all one, all right? So amazing if you're here is because your higher self was like, come on now, let's do it. Any other questions? Drop it in the comments. I'm going to try to find this. I can't believe I can't find these, um, that note I just made. Interesting. All right, Jesus. I see, I see you, Lord. It will be going up on the, um, it will be going up as notes on the post, on the feed on Instagram, okay? Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, maybe not Saturday, I'm just joking. It's gonna be up soon, but I am going to be attending the Queer Film Festival here in Playa, which kicks off today at eight. So I will be doing that. Um, I may be doing a, um, inviting you into the space and maybe sharing some videos on my stories just so that you can see globally what we're doing like what the queer community looks like okay so jackie says no questions but bye thank you bye have a beautiful day schaefer says awesome thanks for the work that you do you're absolutely welcome it is my joy a labor of love it really is all right so we're at the end here thank you so much for joining uh, if you haven't today, please take some time to write down, do Habakkuk 3, 2, 3, write down your desires, get into a place of gratitude over them. And then if you took notes today, please go over your notes. Don't let this just be another live. Take 15 minutes, five minutes after I, you know, end this. Breathe. Look over what you, what you wrote and have a conversation with divine about it and if you don't know how to do that join me on wednesday okay the signups will be going up this weekend for the november 17th at 3 p.m eastern standard time awesome 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 i love your work you are fresh here yes thank you for the work that you do thank you all for showing up you guys are amazing so that is it for today uh i am coach yama i do help lgbtq plus people to make peace with their faith and their sexuality and I will see you all next Thursday. Bye!